0: Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better DM, the official podcast of Monsters.Rent. My name is Tanner Wayland, and together we're going to learn about how to prepare the best campaigns for our players. Uh, Today, Justin's still, you know, pretty busy with a baby. It's crazy how they take multiple months to grow up. Like, isn't that insane? Uh, I'm just kidding, totally joking with you. We're happy that he's getting some rest and we'll be excited when he does feel like he has enough time to come back. In the meantime, you got Lil' Old Tanner keeping you company. And today we're going to go for, uh, I wouldn't call it a D&D basic, uh, how, like, uh, like I did last time. I would rather call this a, an interactions basic uh, that, it, that can be really applied to D&D. Have you ever heard of the term yes and? It's used a lot in comedy and improv. Basically, it's the ability to accept and interact with any suggestion, idea, or premise that someone else proposes, and then you accept it, say yes, and then you add on top of it. Uh, now, obviously, uh, you can do that with so many jokes, and, and so many people have done it, it like to great effect, but what does it have to do with d and um, I would argue that it has everything to do with how a DM And a player can uh, cooperatively create stories and, you know, and adventures. Um, Now, in a joke, obviously, just to explain, you know, kind of the yes and uh, premise, you know, with a joke would be like, oh, someone else is like, oh, you're my long lost brother. They kind of propose that. And then you're like, yes, I am your long lost brother. But then you have to add on top of it, right? You could add like, I am your long lost brother. And you're really harsh in my vibe with how excited you are, so I'm actually gonna leave town again, right? Uh, or you could, you, you basically, you can take it anywhere you want, and sometimes, you know, if you go along with the premise super closely, that works really well. Um, or if you take it and just put a huge twist on it, then then that works too, right? If you're, if someone else is like, hey, you're you're my long lost brother, then the twist would be like, I mean, yeah. I guess you could consider me lost bro, but it was only like two minutes, you know, and the twist is like hey, long is kind of a stretch. Um, now in D and D you have so many opportunities to yes. And your players, and there's many DMS who don't take it. And frankly, I think it's because we all, you know, we put so much time and hours and an effort, uh, into preparing our adventures so that if a player is like, hey, can I change it somewhat fundamentally or put a spin or a different branch that takes more prep or that takes, you know, more effort, it, we just kind of shirk away and we're like, uh, I could actually just be like, no, no, that's not realistic for, you know, for a hidden room to be in here uh, or for a specific item that you're searching for to be in the story." You know, we just look at it from an effort perspective and also from a control perspective. And frankly, yes-anding random suggestions from players can be a bother. And you can't always see how it pays off. But the thing is, if you don't pay it off, if you don't yes their suggestion, then they're going to stop making suggestions. They're going to stop trying to collaborate collaboratively create a story and a world with you. And they'll just become essentially backseat, you know, just purveyors of the story that you've presented, you know, and they won't be helping create that story, which isn't fun for you. And it's not as fun for them either. Right. Um, now, when it comes to, you know, I was talking about players when they suggest something, uh, one way you can find out how kind of your starting point with this principle is to just think about like, Hey, where, where am I? <laughs> what is my initial reaction when a player asks or suggests, suggests something, right? Like for me, I, I had a player once who was a rogue and he, you know, just Im- immediately when they got to a town was like, okay, every night I go out and I, uh, and I think I've told this story before, but it just stumped me. He said, every night I go out and I'm going to go try rob some houses, you know, cause he was thinking I'm going to get some money. And that's going to, you know, serve me well once we get to the next shop or the next town and we need to buy something, right? And I just, I just didn't treat it well, you know? I, I put in as lo- little effort as possible. Um, I tried to basically make it so that like, oh, even though he's a rogue and he has all the abilities in the world, I tried to make it like, yeah, you know, uh, people are pretty on guard, you know, all oh, people are still awake or, oh man, the door's locked, and oh gosh, I guess the the uh, roll that you rolled was too too low, and sleight of hand didn't allow you to break in. You know, I, I didn't really play ball, and, and my fear is what a lot of DMs fear. Uh, it was, what if they get too much power? What if it takes up too much time, and the other players are like, well, screw this, uh, just because he's a rogue, he gets to go out and just get free money every day, you know. Uh, and and I don't think that I was wrong to have those feelings. What the issue is is and and like I did do a half yes, I guess you could say, because I was like, yeah, you you go out, and you know, I I think for like a couple of houses, because this went on for a sec, for a couple of houses, I was trying to make it interesting. You know, there was a little fight in one. There was. Uh, one house where I was like, okay, it's quiet. You rolled really well. And I gave him a little bit of money, you know? Um, but I think that I could have gone a lot better. And that's where, you know, there's a few rules that you can implement with yes. And, and D and D that, that can make this just really rewarding for you and your players. Um, so first off, you've got to, uh, you got to switch your mindset, you know, wherever you are on the spectrum of agreeing with players versus shutting them down and kind of being negative towards their suggestions, wherever you are, if you want to do this well, and if you want to get good at it, you've just got to start like kind of turn your knob all the way to positive, you know, you've got to start agreeing with every suggestion that your players do, even if it's not a suggestion, even if it's a question, you know, you need to lean in. You need to lean into the creativity and to the suggestions that they posit, and then that's going to open the floodgates so that they are willing to do it more. Now, why you're probably thinking, okay, Tanner, that's too much. That's way too much freedom, and I agree. But I would argue that you won't get to a place that is truly new and different from your current experience with yes and if you try and start. From where you are, or from a more uh negative or less accepting position, and then try and become more accepting. You know, that's that's okay. But you will actually jump start this whole mindset shift. Uh it, it like it'll you'll jumpstart it completely if you start at the other end and you just begin like, hey, yeah, I agree. Oh, you're looking for a chest or something like in the random peasant's house? Oh, you found a chest. Yeah. And guess what? Maybe, maybe on the fly, you'll be good at doing the and to that and like making so it's not, you know, just an amazing boon or it comes with, you know, some consequences. Whatever it is, it's better to just go along with it and then get better at making twists that make it so it's not always a 100% good thing for them.
1: You work eight hours a day. You spend time with your family, and when you come home, you do work around the house. And it seems that you never have as much time as you would like to prepare for your D&D sessions. Does this sound like you? Wouldn't it be amazing to have endless material prepared for your D&D sessions anyways? That's where Roll and Play Press comes in. Roll and Play Press provides D&D 5e compatible material for any type of session. Running a one-shot? Check out their One-Shot Wonders book with over 100 one-shot ideas. Getting started with a new sci-fi campaign. Get their Game Master's sci-fi toolkit to have your games much more prepared with much less effort. Why reinvent the wheel? Check out Roll and Play Press at RollandPlayPress.com, see what they have to offer, and get a 10% discount when you buy something by using the code BETTERDM10, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-D-M-10, at checkout. Give yourself just a little bit extra help so that you can continue being the world's greatest dungeon master.
0: That their suggestion got taken right, or that you kind of get better at knowing which yes-ands you need to kind of shut down more right, because there are a few, you know, there's a few that you need to kind of, for the good of the game and for the other players, you need to make it hard or dissuade someone from doing the the uh, kind of hypothe the premise that they suggest right. Uh, but, but I wouldn't say that right now you probably shut down more ideas. Even if it's subconscious, you shut down more ideas than you realize would actually be really funny or fun or creative. And so just start by accepting everything and giving it validation and, and then work backwards from there. Start, you know, if you accept the premise, then you can kind of tweak it in ways that makes it so it's not breaking the game, but it's adding to the game. Uh, I, I use the example of like, oh, a player in a random peasant house is like, hey, uh, I'm going to look for a chest. And instead of you being like, well, he's a peasant, he doesn't have much in the way of worldly means, instead you could be like, oh, okay. Yeah, role perception. And then, you know, let's say that they get a high enough role, because, because if they fail their role, you know, that's 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 a great excuse to not do it. And not not because you're trying to poo their suggestion, but you know, they just they were unlucky. But let's say that they get that good roll and that you were actually playing along with that suggestion instead of being like, oh, you look around, there's nothing. They roll well, and oh my goodness, underneath the bed, you don't see a chest, but you see some loose boards. And then under the boards, you actually see a sack. Now, at that point, you have a few options. And this is where the and of it all comes in, right? Because it's not just yes. It's yes and, and, you know, and some people think that it's just the yes, where you're like, oh, I guess I can just push over who always accepts suggestions. No, if it was just that, then the players would feel like they're doing all the work and it wouldn't also be that collaboration that you're looking for. The and comes in where you add, you know, add to the premise. So instead of a chest or anything, you know, like the player was looking for, you found a sack. And it wasn't just under the bed, they had to roll for it and they had to find it. So that's already like, oh my goodness, my, that brings alive the experience for them, right? On top of that, let's say that they opened the, the sack and instead of what they were expecting, uh, it's a little doll. And the little doll is kind of charred, a little burnt, um, and kind of Toy Story style. It has a name on the bottom of the foot just scratched in. Um, And then guess what? They found something that wasn't like, oh, it's going to make them super OP'd or give them all the money in the world. No, you added a new element. Uh, Now you're probably thinking, Tanner, how am I going to come up with some random thing on my feet? At the start, you're not going to be good at it. With time, you'll be a lot better. And honestly, especially with time, You'll be able to weave in certain threads that lead to later parts of the story, or that kind of lead to character development, or play into character backstories, or maybe you'll just be good enough at some point where, you know, you come up with the random doll under the bed, that, because a player suggested like looking really hard for chests or any like monetary thing. Then, you know, you could come up with that story of the doll and that doll could be haunted or it could be anything else, right? My point is that you're going to have so much practice with this if you just jump in with accepting any premise that with time you'll be so much better at like changing it and making it so that when you yes and a player, they can't wait to hear what the and of it all is. So get started right now, honestly. It's, it's so fun once you get started. And it's also going to work so much in terms of just entertaining your players. When you go along with a joke and, you know, and they say, oh, I'm going to try and, uh, I'm going to try and, like, levitate a flower uh, to freak someone out. And if instead you're like, oh, they see you do the magic and they shut it down, they're like, hey, stop fooling around. If instead you're like, oh, the NPC freaks out. And he starts swinging with his axe. And you're right there. Okay, I'm going to roll. Oh, he hits you, you know. And, and then you get to have a funny, hilarious interaction with like, oh my goodness, this guy swinging at a floating flower. And then, and then it just goes off from there. So this is not only a great story and adventure building tip, but it's just going to make your adventures more fun and funny in general. Um, but otherwise, I would just really encourage you to start this right away. This is unlike a lot of our tips, which is like, hey, you gotta plan better or you gotta think about these different things, you know, it, it takes a little bit more prep. Yes, and is isn't something that you prepare for. It's I mean, I've said it a few times now, it's a mindset. And then if you change your mindset to that positivity of accepting suggestions, then the and is going to come, right? Just try and be creative. You're gonna find that as you're creative, you'll find out which things do work, and which things you know aren't always a success with the players. But at least you tried, and it's always gonna be better than the alternative, which was you shutting down a a suggestion, right? Uh, So I'd I hope that next time that you meet with your party, you get together and you make time for that, Uh, and you make also just a mental note that like, hey, for this session. I'm going to yes and everything. And then I think that you're going to have a wonderful game and I couldn't be more excited for you. So until next time, let's roll initiative.
1: Do you love these podcast episodes, but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter, sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week